Hey, thanks so much for downloading the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. We are back. Happy New Year. It's 2020. But we are going to recap our holiday break. Hopefully you guys had a great one too. Was there some gifting fails? We had one. We will discuss it. This plus our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much for your support last year. Here's to a brand new year. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I would be so aroused. Paula? I don't know why you guys think we're ever going to let stuff go. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. Ugg! Ugg! What it's a- episode four. Oh, okay. What? You did huh? things out of order. Sorry. I did. Oh, I'm trying something new. It's a new decade. Ooh. I wanted to try something new. Clean it up and switch it up. It's episode 428. Welcome to the Ugly Truth 2020. Can you believe new decade? Are you excited? I don't <laughs> care. I mean, what? this is another shit decade. What do I give a crap? Well, let's see. Good news. Cameron Diaz had a baby today. What? At 47, she and her husband, Benji Madden, had a little girl. They just announced it about 45 minutes ago. Her name is Radix. What the fuck? I don't know. I don't know. Like Radish with an X? R-A-D-D-I-X. What what are you supposed to... Are you just going to call this little girl Rad? Probably, (laughs) because they're both surfers. She's so rad. Oh, let's call her Radix. (sighs) Maybe women shouldn't name their children pre-birth. Like, maybe you have a list, and then when the baby is born, you just go, okay, I said I wanted radix, but obviously I was going through my radish phase when I couldn't get enough radishes. So maybe we should put that aside and look at legitimate names, like Ophelia. (laughs) Okay, no one goes with a legitimate name. Everyone, you know, I feel, well, maybe I won't feel bad because there is acceptance in numbers, but I mean... Mm. For all these kids that are being born that go to school, I mean, can you imagine being the teacher? Your name's Carol, and you're just like, uh, Sapia, uh, Sapia. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so true. <laughs> that's pretty much what it's come down I didn't to. I know we... she was pregnant. I guess that's the big surprise, huh? It was the big surprise when I read when we were talking about other things. I I was looking online and I was like, holy shit, Cameron Diaz is trending. Why is she going to war? And then I was like, no, she had a baby instead. So, I mean, congratulations. I know Cameron Diaz comes, falls in and out of favor. I personally like her. I, I've i never had a problem with her. I think she's funny. I, I, I mean, I just really like her. She's the, she's the consummate California girl. I don't know if she's California girl, actually. I don't know where she's from. No, she actually, I think they reside in Hawaii, to be perfectly honest. Oh, my gosh. I love it. See, that's the kind of people I like. She kind of, I think, just retired mostly from acting once yeah, she got Yeah, she probably married. wanted to be a mama. She wanted to be a mom and enjoy her money and yeah. live a good life. I mean, fuck, that's what I would do. I would do that in a minute. But I mean, I think she was probably when she started, she was a little younger. She was young. She did the mask when she was like 19. And that's what made her famous. The only thing I didn't really care for her, which actually I'm really pissed off that they cast her at all, was in Gangs of New York. Everyone says she was poorly cast in that. Well, it's because she's not a dramatic actress, you know? Well, it was her chance to to try so that's all that's but it was with leo right and daniel day lewis and you know 
Well, you know, Meryl Streep can't do everything. Got to give other girls no, a chance. But I mean, they're well. I'm just glad they didn't cast freaking Gwyneth Paltrow or something stupid. But I mean, she's too old now for that. But I know well, what you're at saying. The time, Maybe Games of New York. I mean, that was in the freaking '90s. But but um, I will say this: when you put Leo, Cameron, and Daniel Day, people are going to go and watch that. They're going to those names alone. People are going to go and see it. No, it got a lot of nominations. I think it got a lot of Academy Award nominations. But I think it did too. Plus, I mean, I don't know if you're agent said so leo dicaprio would like to work with you be like yes done <laughs> i'll do it are Whatever. there nude scenes if not make them <laughs> is there a sex scene because i'm down i saw this meme the other day and i forgot what the meme said <laughs> but the picture in the background was leonardo dicaprio and he was about to do blow off this girl with her butt up in the air oh gangs of, or wolves of wall wolves street of wall street and i'm just like you know and so i commented and i'm like if I was that girl and I knew I was doing a scene with my ass straight up in the air and Leonardo uh-huh. DiCaprio was behind me and he was about to do blow off my ass, I'm just like, I would scrub with a freaking Brillo pad, wax, oh, bleach, yeah. scent, do whatever I could, even yes. for that four second shot. Because what if that did you like many takes? Can you imagine your asshole being like literally three inches from Leonardo DiCaprio's face? No, and here's the problem, is if it was me, I would have a, such a hard time not coming. <laughs> I would no. be so aroused. See, my like... problem is, like, every time I go to the OBGYN, I get nervous, so my stomach's like... <laughs> you and have so whales I'm talking. Just, like, knowing me, I'd probably fart in his face. And... I'd be like, can I get a donut for my stomach, please? Or because, you know, being <laughs> propped up with your legs spread like that, I'd probably queef mm. or something, you know? And Well, that would be horrible. Well, first of all, I wouldn't be eat- I wouldn't eat for three days easily and i would get an enema and a cleanse and everything i'd probably put in a tampon just so like nothing could come out porn stars would be would be wishing they would know how clean i got because it's i'd be so profane of of sanitation preparation h like all the way into my colon out (laughs) just so it was so sucked tight that like nothing could come out if it did only dogs could hear it (laughs) and like a little squeak it'd be like you know, it was so high. Sound like a dog whistle. So you wouldn't be, you wouldn't even be worried about being aroused at all? Because I would be. I would be so nervous. Are you kidding me? Oh, no. I would be afraid that there would be like a whiff of ass or something Paula, like think that. about, but think about his hands are on your body and your naked body while he's doing, oh, you could smell, you could like feel his breath on you. Yeah, with like 35 people in front of you. You can actually demand a closed set when you do nude scenes. Okay, when you're an extra, Jamie, you can't demand shit. I would be like, look, I'll do this. Your, can your we have credits, woman with leaving? ass in the air and coke on cheek. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I would do it. I'm just saying I would do it. I'm not if saying I, I would but I'm just saying, like, you know. The prep work would be substantial. She literally had no her doubt. face flat on the bed and her arms spread, like, you know, on the cross. And so... I would do it. And he's sitting there, I mean, you know, shaking, like trying to get the Coke out of the bottle and, you know, onto her butt. And I'm just like, so, I mean, he literally was like, you know, trying to act. So I don't even think he was concentrating on the fact that there was a big butt in his face. Was it a big butt? I have to watch that movie. I haven't seen it all the way through. Okay. So speaking of Leo, mm-hmm. I did see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, I've got to see that. 
you can rent it on Amazon Prime. So if you have an Amazon Prime account, it's three ninety nine, or you can rent it on Netflix for four ninety nine. I believe no, not uh, Comcast. Our Comcast cable Xfinity. Mm-hmm. You can rent it there for four ninety nine. But because you have Amazon Prime, as do I, through Ugly Truth, you can rent it for three ninety nine, which I thought was great. And watch the whole thing. I thought that Brad Pitt was awesome, and Leo. I'm not kidding. I, I've seen everything he's done. Some of his best work ever. Really? Ever, ever. Yes. It was some of the best acting I've ever seen him do. And I'm not kidding. And I I think he's dreamy just like you do. I have seen everything from when he was on that show with Kurt Cameron when he was a little boy. Oh, Growing Pains. I've seen him when he started on Growing Pains as a small child all the way through What's Eating Gilbert Grape, mm-hmm. Romeo and Juliet, by the way, which is a really good film for him. I hated Claire Danes in that, but... Well, everyone does. Her face is just but so she, large. Well, she's she's got a sad face constantly. She's like the ultimate emo chick, but but he was so cute in that movie. Yes, I love his costume. Oh the costuming God. was amazing. <sighs> um, and then all the way through to... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I've seen, mm-hmm. I even saw that horrible movie, The Island. I did too. I've seen them all. And all I can tell you is this is some of the very best acting I've ever seen him do. Okay, so moving forward, um, we were all on a break. Everybody was. Hopefully you got to have a couple of days or a day off here or there for to spend with your family or alone or with your pets. Whatever, whatever gets you going. We definitely needed the break, I think. I mean, we love pod- – I don't know about you, but I really miss podcasting with you. I miss the shows. I know it's not easy for us to, sometimes to get our schedules right, but when we do it, I don't know about you, but I really enjoy it. Yeah, I do. It's Well, I like getting back on a normal schedule because – Me too. I, yeah. You know what? This happens to me and the kids every time. We are night owls for some reason. We are, I am too. We are not morning mm-hmm. people, so I mean – the I would say the last like with the exception of New Year's, we yeah. will stay up until like almost two or three in the morning sometimes because wow. we just will lose track of time. You know, it'll be 1030 and we'll be like playing video games or watching t- yeah. Yeah, a movie or something. Next thing we know, we're mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, it's 245. We better go to bed. <laughs> so I really love this time of year. I love those two weeks of December, the first pseudo first week of January, because I get Daryl to stay up. And I get him on a night schedule so that we can actually stay up together and do stuff. Yeah. And so that's great because normally he's like, he wants to be in like 930. His eyes are red and they're burning. God. Like, that's just when I'm getting my second wind. I know, but he gets up at like four or five a.m. Yeah, that's Victor so, too. Victor starts taking his sleeping pills by like eight o'clock. And I'm like, you're taking your pills already? <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, I got to get, I, I got to go to bed. The sun's barely set. He's like, it'll take an hour for them to kick in. 20 minutes later, he's on the couch. <laughs> During and and Daryl actually hates it. He hates that he's such a, a morning person and I'm such a night person. Yeah. Because and I always we always talk about how uh, we're literally the living embodiment of the movie Lady Hawk. <laughs> 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 because we see each other for brief moments in the morning as one is resting and one's arising, and then you know I come sauntering down at whatever time. I personally don't like sleeping in late, so I'll force myself up at a you know relatively early hour. Not ridiculous like you know 7 30 or 8 o'clock but i don't because i don't like missing anything you know and at night i'm just so full of energy at nighttime i I, that's when i do everything that's when i do our show prep that's when i'm doing research on stuff you know it's i'm so awake and i watch all of my the shows that i love but daryl's like 
I want to go to bed. And I'm like, all right. So, but during the holidays, I get, I kind of can condition him to stay up a little bit later, a little bit later. And then before you know it, it's midnight. He's like, oh my God, it's midnight. It's great. Yeah. But of course, reality sets in and he had a 7 a.m. call. reality. Up goes to gravity or something like that. Exactly. He had a 7 a.m. call on 7 the 2nd oh, of January. Probably because it was uh, New York, huh? New York. Yes. Unique New York. Don't you hate it when the headquarters are always like in the central or east coast and they're just like, okay, so we'll be meeting at a, we'll have a conference call mm-hmm. at nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And I'm like, that's fucking 6 a.m. on Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> just so you know. I know. The rest of us have to have coffee before we can function. Okay, I'll be doing it from my bed. Yeah, just so you know. Well, it's funny. He'll wake up and he'll check and go, okay, thank God it's not a video call. Because if it's a video call, he's got to shower and put on a, you know, dress shirt and, you know, be ready to roll, you know, at 7 a.m. And some, they're almost always video calls, actually. Why do they need to see you? I don't know. And he go, and he's always worried, too. And I said, just whatever you do, don't be the guy who only gets dressed from the waist up. Because if something happens, you have to stand up and they see you in your underwear. It just ruins everything. And I've seen it a million times. There's so many videos of that. You know, all the telecommuters looking all put together and they stand up and they're in some ratty ass, you know, skids. Just don't do it. He's like, I would never. You I'm like, well, YouTube don't get lazy. Bloopers where the kids start walking in and then the mom runs in. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that too, where they're telecommuting their news story. And the dad, you know, the kid comes in, dad, what are you doing? Dad, dad, what are you doing? And then the wife runs in. She's like, get out. She's like, oh my God, oh my God. She's like, hurry. She's like, this is how we pay our mortgage. Come, junior. So did you guys have a good Christmas? I mean, how did it go? Christmas went well. Um, did, did you I get anything wanted... good? <sighs> Paula. Uh-oh. Here's the thing. Daryl, he's trying to make himself a better husband by not relying upon my Pinterest list that I send him. Oh, that's always a bad idea. He strayed from the list. He goes, I just don't want to be the kind of husband who can't find something that I know you'll love. And it's not something you told me to get you. And I said, okay, that's how our mom ended up with a Sapphire wedding ring, man ring. I know. So, so Christmas morning, first of all, I was really not happy with the gifts uh, that I gave out this year to my children. And it's because it wasn't the amount necessarily, but it was that with our mom being really sick for a month, Mm -hmm. I didn't do any Christmas shopping. I normally start shopping in October because that way you go, oh, that's really cute. They'll love that. And then you just kind of put it aside Mm -hmm. and then they have it, you know. Well, this year, I literally did all my shopping the week before Christmas, which I know a lot of people do, Mm -hmm. but it does limit you with what you can get versus what you wanted to get them. Well, a lot of things are sold out by then. So they're sold out or it's going to it's not going to get there in time because you're I did predominantly Amazon this year. That's what I did. Um, Right. And so with that, I wasn't exactly happy, but. That's okay. They're always so incredibly grateful. They they love it, you know. And we got them lottery tickets, and oh, that's fun. like that's like the biggest thing ever. Was when we they get the it's time to pull out the lottery tickets. Did they anybody win it. anything? Mackenzie won seven dollars, hey! and Malia got a new another car. She like won another scratcher. Oh, a ticket. And okay. so yeah, and Tyler busted. So it was fine, <laughs> which was hilarious. Anyway, so everybody's opening presents. I got Daryl a record player. <gasps> fun. A, a nice one yeah a super nice one and then Mackenzie got him some albums that he really loves now you know daryl's sparky griswold mm-hmm. so 
uh, Mackenzie got him the uh, Nat King Cole Christmas album, Aww. which was like played for he loved it he played it by himself for hours he huge just hit in heaven <laughs> what i said a huge hit i'm sure huge hit it was a big hit and then got him another nat king cole album as well but then he pulled out all his prince albums and all that so i was he surprised was in he had so many albums i didn't realize that he had oh, them yeah. in storage somewhere well he used to be a dj at a club yes that is true and so he still has the remnants the remains of his dj life the remains in of the, the day in the <laughs> yes so he pulled all of his favorites out and uh so yeah he had a great time with that great great gift and then i that's that was we only promised each other one present okay. and i said let's just limit it because honestly we we went to la last minute and that was like all of our money right, to spend right. on each other and so uh, that, so then it was my turn. So he gives me a little box. I'm like, okay, it's jewelry probably mm. or earrings or something. Okay. You can't really go wrong. Right. So I opened it oh, up no, and you I, can. and I never had heard of this brand before. What is it? I think it's Olivia Brooke or something. It's a London brand. It's a brand from London. Never heard of it. Right. Me neither. So I opened it up and it's very girly floral. Like it's got like. The, you know, like the wrapping on those London soaps that have a lot of flowers and they're pastel Oh, it's, it's you know? like got ivy and stuff on it. Right. That's what it looks like. And I went, so I opened it up and I, and I hadn't opened to see what it was yet. And I looked at the box. I'm like, Olivia Brooke or whatever it was called. And I said, you got this for me? And he goes, yeah. And I went, okay. All right. Weird. So I opened it up. <laughs> I imagine that, you know, that, that picture of Chrissy Teigen at some <laughs> award show where she's like, yeah. Yeah. she's got that strange look smiling. on her face she's like uh, yeah that was me i'm like okay so i open it up and it's a watch what? and i was like cool now i wanted a watch okay but the watch the watches that i want are fairly ex- expensive uh-huh. for, and our budget this year was not high because we had already spent all of our money to go on a trip mm-hmm. so i'm like okay it's a watch it was rose gold oh it was uh, the the fate. It just wasn't as big. It wasn't. It was kind of a dainty looking watch, which I don't okay. do. And it had a giant bee on it, <laughs> like a big bee, like a bumblebee or like a bee. Yes. Okay. Like in glitter, and the whole the face was rose gold glitter, and the bee was embossed in the glitter. So it was a giant bee, and like in I, the I went, and the on the face in the face, like inside under the glass. Yes. A bee. And um, it was, you know, I opened it and went, wow. I'm like a watch. Do you like bees? No. (laughs) No, I don't. So I went, all right. So he comes running over and sits next to me. He goes, this is the first thing I've ever purchased when I saw it on the internet. And he was like excited. And I said, okay, all right. So I take it out. And I put it on and it's a little big. He goes, well, we can go and we can, we can go and there's a place at the mall and they'll take links out for you. So it fits better. I'm like, no, you know what? I like the way it fits. It's fine. He's like, okay. And I look at it. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, wow, a bee, you know? So here's, here's how he came to this conclusion. He and I have this thing that we've been doing for almost our whole marriage. Uh, when we text or chat online, I, one of us says boo, like boo. And then the other one, I started saying B, like booby. I thought it was hilarious. And it's dumb, but it, we've been doing it. So now we do the emoji, a ghost and a bee, whenever we talk to each other for the, to say hello. Mm-hmm. 
So over the year, uh, for um, my anniversary, Daryl got me a really nice sterling silver necklace of a bee from oh, Tiffany and Company. Okay. And it's adorable. And and so I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Yes, I love it. And I think I saw you wearing it the other night. I wore it for New Year's Eve. Yes. That's the only bee. That's it. I am not a bee thing. I don't oh. theme things. I don't do whatever. But he saw it and he goes, oh, look, another bee. That'll be great. And so, because you know how guys are. They kind of stick with they what they know. They stick with what they think is, is a trend What they think now. is the thing. And so, I. So, what's next? Like, like bee t-shirts and like bee, bee lingerie and. Right. And so, I said, thank you. Thank you very much, honey. Thank Yes, I love it. Yes. Thank you so much. He's like, if you don't love it, we can take it back. I'm like, no, it's fine. So, then he pulls out another gift. And he gives it to me and it's earphones for the show because my earphones are whacked and they're rose pink and they're wireless, which I hate, (laughs) but he got them anyway. And so in my mind, I'm calculating going, he knew I was going to hate the watch. So he bought a backup gift, which is something that I needed anyway. But you hate it too. Well, I didn't hate it, but I, I, we we've i've never i've always told him look no technology gifts for christmas okay i just i don't do that i don't i don't like technology like you do but whatever so i kind of classified it under that but then i realized he bought these because he knew the 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 watch was going to be a bust but it was probably too late to take it back and so he this is what he had to do so i didn't have wouldn't have anything so christmas goes on we eat Mackenzie's Bouche de Noel, which was fantastic. It was delicious. We had a little champagne, had some leftovers. Everybody went on their merry way, had, you know, did their thing. And uh, I decided I <laughs> I can't not be honest, but well, I, I felt mean, you couldn't wait terrible. a day. <laughs> I went up to my room and I stayed there <laughs> for oh, hours. Baby. I went online because I'm like, I want to know. You didn't start to cry or anything, did you? I went, no. I went online because, oh, well, this is what actually before that happened, we were in our office and we were all like logging in and looking at everybody's Christmas pictures and stuff like that on the, in, you know, on Facebook or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he goes, you know, if you don't like it, we can take it back. And I said, it's not that I don't like it. I really appreciate it. You know, I wanted to watch and I really appreciate it. He goes, it's just that the watches you wanted were like $1,500 and I just didn't have it. And I'm like, I never asked you to buy a $1,500 watch. You asked me what kind of watch I wanted and I showed it to you. Mm-hmm. I can wait years for what I want. I don't really need it like today or anything like that. And he goes, I just, you know, this is a really good brand. And he's trying to really sell me on it. And I said, please stop trying to make me tell you I don't like it. Like, I'm over it. Stop. Mm-hmm. So I started to cry because I felt bad. <laughs> I felt so bad that he knew I didn't love it. And so I went to my room and I just said, be honest to be like, I really don't like it because I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. And so I went upstairs and I went on to see I saw the brand. It is a really good brand and you can buy it at Nordstrom, Barney's, Saks Fifth. It's a it's a very popular brand. It's just a very delicate feminine watch. And I like the clunkier urban looking watches. Well, you're kind That's of all. like more of a contemporary jewelry person. It is true. And so <laughs> I went, I want to know who helped him with this because that's the only excuse. Well, it I wasn't me. You came to mind, but I didn't want to reach out to you because that would be dumb. And no, so I went I'll through. I'll never help I, him with another thing ever again. <laughs> so I, the hot pink coach bag. So um, I went on to the brand's Facebook page to see if any of his friends liked it to find out if 
whoever it was said, oh, she'll love this watch brand. But no, nothing. And so later that evening or no, the next morning I said, we need to talk about the watch. He goes, yes, I know. And I said, I don't like it. And he's like, I know you don't. And I said, well, then what are we doing? He goes, I'm going to, we're going to return it. And I said, yeah. And I go, and by the way, I knew you would say that. So I went to the brand to look and see if there was something of equal value that I liked. And I just really don't. It's just not my style. It's a beautiful watch, but it's just not for me. And I go, and enough with the bees. Okay. That was something special. Let's not beat it to death. And he goes, agreed. And he goes, I didn't know the bee would be so pronounced. (laughs) Because he ordered it online. Right. And so we returned the watch. I have my headphones, and he, which he promises was not a backup gift. And, you know, so now I, that's what I have. But you it, don't he, like the rose gold, though. No, it's fine. No, no, no. I, I, the, the headphones are great. They're beautiful headphones, actually. I really very much love them. I just haven't set them up yet, but I will. And he's like, they don't do, you know, and it does come with a wire. So I want to plug it in. I can. So that was it. He goes, I just don't, I wanted to be the kind of guy who could just think of you and pick something out and not need to rely on a list. And I said, honey, you're just not that guy. I don't think any okay? guy is that guy. There might be, some, you know, the, the guys that are able to do that have have partners or women who have no strong sense of what they want from a gift so they don't care and they're happy with whatever they get anyway yeah and you know it's funny i i told them i said i was very very clear on what gifts i wanted this year because i didn't want him to struggle because it was a crazy the last few months have been pretty crazy and there hasn't been a lot of time and so i knew he wanted a record player i knew it for months so that it was done and done but for me i'm like I must have told him five or six times I wanted a cashmere robe Mm -hmm. and they're not ridiculously expensive and they're, you know, fairly easy to find. But he really wanted to. He goes, look, I took a shot. I screwed it up. (laughs) I'm like, it's fine. We're moving on. It's great. I just don't know why if you if you know what someone wants, why would you get them something that you're pretty sure they won't want? He just really decided this year that he was going to try to think out of the box and think on his own without any assistance from me. So this was about him. Well, it was about him trying to know me. Like, he's like, I know you so well that I know I can just get something that you didn't put on this list and I can do it. And, you know, it didn't go. It didn't go the way he wanted. (laughs) And he feels horrible but you know we're past it now it's just a stupid gift and i told him i said see this is the thing for me personally why i hate the days of the year where someone is feels inclined to purchase a gift for somebody like valentine's day is the worst i hate valentine's day more than any other day on the world but christmas and birthdays and stuff like that it's like you are compelled to purchase a gift for somebody it's like me for me in the middle of nowhere, suddenly somebody brings you something that you love. They're like, oh, I saw this and thought of you and gives it to you for no reason other than they were thinking of you. Mm-hmm. Those are the gifts to me that are really great. That never happens, though. I know. I'm aware. <laughs> we don't live in, you know, I don't live in fantasy world. I wish. But no, those are the ones that are the greatest. And those are the those are the ones that would mean more to me than being like, Merry Christmas, here's a gift that I know you you, you and I both knew I was getting for you. Like, you know, you know? Daryl travels a lot. So if he happened to be at the airport and saw something in a gift shop that he's just like, oh, I saw this that made me think of you. And then he like bought you a little trinket or something like that. I think that right. would be sweet. Yes, that's exactly it. And so, you know, and of course, 
he's like, but you know, you're really hard to shop for. You da da da. I'm like, you know what? No, 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 no. You're really I'm not, not actually. I'm actually not. It's just because I have standards and because I don't like the shit that's just available. I don't even know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain it. I don't think I'm an easy person. The thing is, is that guys get so into their own head that yeah. they they build this complex like, oh, my God, I'm going to make this huge mistake and everything's going to go wrong <laughs> and, you know, right. blah, blah, blah. And it's just like I literally sent you a list. Pick any item <laughs> off that yes. list. Agreed. And Agreed. Yeah, it's just like there's nothing difficult about that. But you're, you know what? I think you're right. I don't think I mean, and I don't think this is exclusive to men i think men and women in general you really do want some kind of list or some kind of idea of what someone wants because why would you want to get him something like why would you give someone a candle who has asthma okay you know what i mean i am extraordinarily thoughtful me too i can buy a gift for anyone and it will be yeah. like the perfect gift like victor yeah every year he has never once i think been dissatisfied with anything i've ever purchased for him like Agreed. it's always something perfect. Yeah, and I Darryl think that's why it's that. so frustrating for me because he right. is the worst gift buyer on the planet. What did you get this year? So this year it wasn't from him. It was from the kids. Sure. I got a bunch of pens and I got a notebook and I think that was it. Oh. Yeah. We went slim this year, but I mean, they know I like pens and notebooks, so sure. that, that'll be nice. And they, and they were all pink. Everything was pink. And oh, that's so, nice. Yeah, it was nice. And then uh, Victor, he had mentioned a, like a, a while back that he found... There's this website called Grunt Style. It's a clothing line. Okay. Um, they specialize in like military American style kind of uh, clothing. And mm. he saw this uh, hoodie where it had like a skull with like the American flag going through it. But it was kind of faded. And it was a black mm. sweatshirt, and he thought it was really cool. And so we bought it for him. Oh, that's nice. He's been wearing it, like, nonstop. He loves it. So Well, that's nice because you know how to – I'm the same way. In fact, Daryl even said that. He goes, you're just so – he goes, you're just so good and thoughtful. Well, when you it just comes pay attention. Gifts. That's all it is. Right. I just pay right. attention. He's just like, oh, that sweatshirt's really cool. So as soon as he said that, I'm like, oh, I'll just get it for him for Christmas. Yeah. I don't begrudge – anyone not good at gift giving i th i'm just not i it's still the thought that counts essentially. if it's your husband you would well i, do. I mean i don't i mean obviously he's not my husband anymore but when we were married and he would buy me horrible gifts i hated it <laughs> so bad yeah. i'm like you're supposed to be the cl person closest to me and you don't have you're a fucking to clue what to get me <laughs> I remember one year, um, I, I it was like the third year in a row, Daryl got me something technology. He got me a phone, an iPad, uh, some other technological thing. And he was way excited about it. And finally, I said, you know, I'm always grateful for any thought that you give me. I said, but I, I can't tell you an, again that I hate getting technology gifts for Christmas. Like, I hate it. It's like... I, I can't do it. It's as bad as the time that he bought me this bag that I really wanted. And he came home from the store and he threw it at me with it still in the bag. Why? Because, hey, I got something for you. And he tossed it to me. And I'm like, what is this? And it was the bag that I really wanted. And I go, well, it's just like serving a filet mignon on a trash can lid. 
thanks. Thanks for everything. Jesus fucking Christ. Why did he throw it at you? Because he was being an asshole. I don't know why it was forever ago, but I just remember. He goes, you're still going to bring up that bag? I go, for the rest of my fucking life, I'll bring up that bag. I know. Yes. I don't know why guys think we're ever going to let stuff go. <laughs> I mean, that's I just either. the thing. It's just like guys thinking we're going to let stuff go is like us not letting stuff go. You know what I mean? Right. It's like the yin and the yang. Well, and not only that, but he's like, you never remember any of the good stuff. I'm like, I remember all the good stuff. But because these infractions occur, I will never forget the infraction. There's too much good stuff to talk about. But the bad right. stuff. that Stands I, out. Yes, exactly. Like an open wound, it does. Anyway, all right. Change of subject before we go to our ugly and awkward moments of the week. I found this really interesting. There was a record number of podcast launches in 2019. We were already there, of course. But it said there was 246,782 podcast debuts last year. Wow. Isn't that insane? Yeah, but you got to figure, I mean, how many are going to be left after this year? I know. And it says here there are dead podcasts. It says, in addition to higher birth rates for podcasts, the death rate also decreased again last year. Listen Notes says... 28,480 podcasts were determined to be dead. That's the smallest number of so-called pod fades since 2016 when 31,374 died, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I'm like, that's that's a lot, actually, I think. Well, I think a lot of people have every intention of doing them and they start them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, shit happens, especially if you start with like a lot of people then people can't make it or you know other things come up and then you know before you know it they're just like they they the infrequency starts coming up and then ultimately they just fizzle out so well that's the thing is that it's it's really fun and then suddenly you realize you've got to do it every week Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then all of a sudden it becomes kind of like a job and so i think those who really stick it out who love it like us, mm-hmm. you know, it was funny. Remember Mark and Lowell? Remember their podcast? Yeah. Did they stop? No, no, no. They they still do. I don't think they're as frequent as they used to be back in the beginning, but they have a network now mm-hmm. and their their little podcast. It's not little, I guess, but they celebrated eight years oh, just cool. the other day. And so I congratulated them via Ugly Truth. And he's then he said, and congratulations to you for doing all you've done with your show. <laughs> What's that I was supposed to like, mean? I don't know. And I went, okay, well, has, thank you. He has no idea what we've done with our show. He was just saying that. I thought that was hilarious. And I was just like, you mean that we're still around and didn't flake out? I don't know. Well, I mean, a lot of people thought we would flake out, honestly, because we are not the best at that. I think a lot of people who start podcasts expect to be, you know, millionaires, like oh, within, you know, yeah. six months to a year. And sure, it's not sure. like that. You know, it's no. it's not like YouTube where. No. And even YouTube, I mean, that's extraordinarily difficult. You can't just start a channel, you know, and a lot of parents do this. They, they start a channel with their kid and expect that they're going to be a star. And yeah. I'm just like, well, for starters, your kid is ugly and they can't talk. <laughs> so it's right. And they're, and they're not reasons. funny. So although you think Junior is, you know, fantastic, adorable, nobody else does. Right? And your camera sucks. Yeah. So, oh, my God, there's so many things. There's so many things. But anyway, I was like, I, the reason I'm telling you this is I read it and went, you know what? I am so glad that I don't know what year we're going into officially, but I'm so glad we're continuing. And, you know, we're always trying to improve always trying to um, bring out more content. We got a lot of amazing comments and and DMs and stuff from some listeners, uh, you know, being so grateful 
that uh, we're still doing it and that they look forward to listening to our shows every week. And I thought, you know what, that's amazing. I never thought in a million years that we would have listeners who actually reached out and said something about it. You know, I I love that. Like this one listener, um, it's on our Instagram. If you're not following us, we're on Ugly Truth Instagram. She said that she was so excited and so happy that we're celebrating 2020 together because you and I did Mm -hmm. and that she has been listening to us during her three hour commutes and now she's officially retired and she's still going to listen. And she's so she was just so elated that we were helping her get through her commute time. I thought that was really, really cool. That is cool. Speaking of New Year's Eve before I forgot. Did you like the Christmas present I got you? I loved it. Oh, my gosh. I completely forgot. Okay, so as you all recall, me and my sister Stephanie were supposed to go to Las Vegas back in October, I think it was. It was either late. It was either late or or, I think it was early, early November. We were supposed to go see Sebastian Maniscalco in Las Vegas. And Friday night, we were at the airport waiting for our plane to take off or to get there and then take off. And lo and behold, our flight freaking got canceled. And mm. there were no other flights available that weren't like, you know, going to cost us $700, basically. Right. So we had to not go. We were able to recoup most of our money, though. So he released more tour dates and there was a date in Reno, but... You know, financially, it's just it wasn't going to work out. So it's just like, nah, oh, well, you know, I'm sure he'll come around, you know, for his next tour. So we went to your house on New Year's Eve, me and the kids, and you had presents for the kids, which they were super excited about and they loved. Thank you for that. And then you Mm -hmm. handed me a card. And so I was just like, oh, okay, thanks. So I opened the card. And then there was this little slip of paper on the inside. And all I saw at the t- top said Sebastian Maniscalco. And I looked down and it said Reno, <laughs> Nevada, like February 21st. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And I didn't I didn't even <laughs> see the seats. I just was like, no. <laughs> and I started bawling and I never I do that. Know. I never cry. You were s- it was so sweet. You're like, I really wanted to go. I to was Vegas. so excited because <laughs> I just I wanted to like, go so bad, and I just I, I like know. I was so excited because I mean, mostly I just wanted to get away, and so well, and on top of it, it was like you had mentioned how disappointed you didn't get to do Vegas because uh-huh. you were really looking forward to the break, uh-huh. and I totally understood what you because at the time you really needed it. And I mean, who doesn't really need it when your life is stressful? It's always nice to have a little something to look forward to and then for it to fall through and then have the harrowing month of our mom practically dying. I mean, it was a really bad time. Oh, that's right. Because the very next day is when mom went into the hospital. Yeah, on emergency. Yeah. And and then then thus begun a month long, you know, craziness with family. And it was just insane. Yeah, really. And so... When you mentioned it, it was after our last show, I think, for 2019, and you said, I'm just so disappointed that we d- I didn't get to go to Vegas. I really needed that. Well, I had already been looking for the Reno show. Sold out immediately, by the way. Oh, really? And so, oh, yeah. And so I was looking. I'm like, oh, well, I'll just go to StubHub. And I got a real, basically face value, third row on the left of the stage, for that night and I could not be more excited for you and I was like well I mean I hope she invites me but she doesn't have to she can take Stephanie or whoever of course I'm gonna take you I mean 
I didn't really think there was an option, but I mean, I, I wouldn't. No, take there's no else. strings attached. <laughs> but it, you know, we were like, we'll just, you know, Daryl and I will all go up, and Daryl will hang out with his dad. You and I'll go and have a good time. We'll get some rooms and you know enjoy the hotel, and you know you can stay the weekend or you can just stay the night, whatever you want. But it's going to be super fun, and it's not Vegas, but you know. Oh no, it'll still be great though. It'll still be super fun. <laughs> You know. Yeah, I'm excited. So I'm excited for you. I see that's I wanted it so badly for you. Yes, <laughs> I just really did. I was so excited. So, I can't wait. I know. I'm just, that was it's going to be so fun. So that's literally like next month. I mean, yeah, yeah into Feb. It's going to be a great, great weekend. I'm so happy. Show. I can't wait. Yes. So speaking of fun, let's do our very first of the decade. Ugly and awkward moments of the week. mentioned we were at your house for new year's eve and uh your daughter malia she's Mm -hmm. what 19 and uh she had some friends over what like four friends over something like that four or five yeah and they Mm -hmm. were all playing cards and my kids were in there playing cards with them and um so i came in and sat down at the table with them with my glass of champagne you know i was watching them and uh she has this one friend that's usually around and so i asked about the one friend and i said where's your one friend and she's like, oh, she's like, uh, she's at home with her family and they're going to sit around and watch. And I thought she said powder. And you remember that movie powder where the, oh, yes. the, the kids like, you know, he literally looks like he's covered in powder. But isn't he like an alien or something like that? Or I no, he's some weird creature. I don't, I don't really I don't know. know what he was. I've never really enjoyed that film. To be I, honest I with actually you. didn't even see it. But I mean, I yeah. just remember the movie. And so the I was white just, he, the kid is all white. Yeah. He's he, an albino and bald. But he's like literally like like baby powder white. And right. so <laughs> and so I'm just like they're going to I'm like, they're going to watch powder. And she's just like, no, they're going to watch Harry Potter. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> and I started laughing. And then everyone was kind of looking at me because they couldn't understand why I was laughing so hard. And then I was just like, well, you guys don't even know what powder is, do you? And they're like, and they just kind of shook their head no. And they were like looking at me like I was nuts. You were laughing so hard. So I got up and I you were embarrassed. And I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> so I, you I weren't laughing like, so hard. I was <laughs> embarrassed. I was and so like, humiliated. What? I mean, I might yeah. as well have said gone with the wind. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that, how old is that movie? I mean, my God. I don't know. But old. They, really old. Sometimes, I don't know. I just, I don't realize things are so old. Like the next day. Okay. Powder came out in 1995. The next day, Ryan, when we were driving home, because we spent the night at your house, Ryan yeah. and I were talking about some song and I'm just like, oh man, I'm like, this used to be the jam. Ryan's like, when did this come out? I'm like, I don't know, like probably like early to mid eighties. And he's just like, Oh, yeah. he's like, that was like almost 40 years ago. I'm like, no, like what? Not. And then he's just like, <laughs> mom. And I'm just like, Oh my God. And I'm just like, every time someone says the eighties, I think 20 years ago, you know, jeez. Like, oh, I don't think 40. So <sighs> I know I hate how old I am. I hate it. I mean, I'm glad I'm alive. Of course. I'm, I'm very blessed to be living, but I'm, you know, suddenly you know when you hit 40 your body starts to betray you and then you have to look back and go i remember when i was 23 and adorable well it just doesn't seem like it was that long ago like i I feel like i was just at the club like 10 years ago 
And it wasn't, you know, and I feel <laughs> like wasn't. if I went now, I'd, I'd look about the same, but I'd probably just look weird, you know, all you have to do is go to a club where they have those uh, local photographers taking pictures of the nightlife and then find yourself on it and go, oh, my God, I'm never going out again. Not doing I don't yeah, want to be one see. of those women with like the matronly arms holding a freaking <laughs> cosmopolitan with, you know, a dick hat on my head. And, Party! You know, yeah. Suddenly, and you think you're super, super cute. And then in that lighting, you're like, oh, my God. You're like, my foundation is cracking all over my face. Why do I look like that? Who in the world? I am never wearing that shirt again. Why didn't somebody tell me to put some powder on? <laughs> it's such a... Speaking that of is powder. not a smoky eye. <laughs> yeah, God. really? That's why I probably want to go to the gay bar to go dancing. It's super dark in there. No one can see you and you can well, just have a good time. there's no risk of really getting picked up on. Not really. All right. Well, that was a good awkward moment. Mine is, it was long ago in 19 in 2019 when we were at the grocery store uh, i keep wanting to say 1990 i don't know what's going on with my brain we were buying stuff for christmas eve and so i said hey you know if my sister comes over i want to make sure we have some dr pepper so we were going to buy those cute those those mini dr pepper cans that you can have mm-hmm. and so they were stacked on top of each other so Jared goes all right well i'm gonna go find something and i said all right well, i'll be right there so i'm grabbing it going yeah i think i want this one so i peeled it back like so i i was on top of another one i grabbed it on both sides and i pulled it back towards me instead of lifting it straight up Mm -hmm. and when i did it i literally opened every single can below it with the can all of them opened i literally it was caught on something and so i opened all the six pack below it oh my gosh i know and i'm like how did I do that? And so I, I lifted up the can and I looked, I'm like, God, they're all open. And I'm like, what do I do? And of course there's no one around. And so Daryl comes, Hey, what's going on? And I go, I, well, I opened all of these cans. He's like, why did you do that? I said, it was an accident. I don't even know how, how do you even do that? I couldn't do it twice. If I tried, it was crazy, that but it was because it was weird. The mini cans did it. It wasn't like a big size. But anyway, I heard them all go off and I was like, did I do that? It was so funny. I'm like, well, I I mean, do I leave it? You know, because then becomes the after the after part. It's like, well, do I leave it? Do I tell someone? What do I do? I'm like, I'm leaving it. And I just kept walking. (laughs) Someone will figure it out eventually and go, these are all open. God. (laughs) I know. Very awkward, though. Funny. It was funny, but awkward, mostly anyway well, well if you guys have any awkward moments you should send them in to us yeah. start a new year if your uh, holidays were weird or you had an interesting new year's eve maybe blew a hand off or something uh anyway good yeah. riddance to uh 2019 welcome 2020 a new decade a new year we'll see what happens uh i am cautiously optimistic that uh Things will be changing, and uh, we'll see what happens. So uh, other than that, hope everybody had a great Christmas, a great New Year. Uh, Any New Year's resolutions for you this year, Jamie? Yes, actually. We can talk about them in in detail next week, but I have – I want to learn three new things. I want to try three new things this year. And then, of course, the perpetual staying healthy. Okay. That's it. Those are the two I have. So my New Year's resolution is going to be tying up loose ends, which basically Mm -hmm. means like closure on things that I probably should have just closed up a long time ago, whether it's, you you know, bad habits or I don't know, bad 
relationships people. or people mm-hmm. or feelings, just stuff that I just, I, you know what? I need to move on. We should work. We should talk about this more in detail because I think that's a really good conversation because yeah. you're not the only one and it's hard. It is not an easy resolution to maintain. All right, cool. Well then thanks everybody for joining us. We'll be back uh, next Wednesday. So have a good rest of your weekend and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The 